How long has it been since you took care of yourself? Whether that means going to the gym, eating the way you want to, hanging out with people that you care about. How long has it been since you took care of you? Weeks? Months? Ever? Definitely a couple of months in my case, as we are going to talk about in this show. There's ups and there's downs. It's the direction you want to point yourself into determines where the next step is, though. So today we're going to talk about how changing just 5% of your day can dramatically change your entire life. But first, this is the FitMass where together we learn to develop habits that help us live beyond our mental health struggles to create happier, healthier lives. He's Zach. He lives in the future with his anxiety. He's Jeremy, and he lives in the past with his depression. And we get together once a week in the present to share the obstacles we face and how we overcome them. Well, Zach, lately, uh, things have not been the normal for you. They've not been routine. You've been uh, struggling a bit, but trying to turn things around. How are things going? Shitty. Really, really (laughs) shitty. Still? Still, yeah. Back in November, you know, what was me? I went to Disney. Right. Which, you know, interrupts your routine. And then I had to, you know, go to Ireland for work. And then while I was there, I didn't sleep well. And then I came home and I got sick. And then I got, like, it it was a really long sickness like right up into the holidays Mm -hmm. i was sick through the holidays and i was like almost better and then i got like this wicked nasty sinus infection that came back all the while since november i haven't been able to really go to the gym Mm -hmm. i haven't been able to work out i haven't been moving my body and then i got into the routine of not moving my body and then i and then when i was healthy enough to move my body then i was just straight up lazy about it right (laughs) right because the momentum builds on itself yeah in whatever direction you're pointing it. Mm-hmm. And even so two weeks ago, I had a really bad sinus infection to the point where I was like, oh, I think my eye is like swollen from this too. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the sinus infection went away and my eye continued to get more and more swollen. It was a sty in my eye that was like just painful. So I can't wear my contacts and I'm wearing my glasses and my eye was like half closed all last week. It's like just better now. So anyway, I haven't been working out. I haven't been doing all the things that I normally do to take care of myself because I just haven't been feeling good. On top of it, yesterday was probably the first day where I was like, I'm starting to feel good. I'm starting to feel feel better. I went to the gym like four or five times this, or three or four times this week. And that was enough. I was starting to feel sore and stuff like that. And last night I went and saw Matt Reif and mm. had had a couple of drinks before the show and had a couple of drinks after the show. And, like, I don't deal well with hangovers anymore. So, Mm -hmm. like, two or three drinks and I'm, like, I'm (laughs) not feeling well today. So, I didn't go to the gym today. So, I'm just, you know, I'm still struggling to come back. This is hard. You're more mess than fit these days. This is is not like you. This is not a Zach I've seen in a very long time. No, no, absolutely not. But it won't last for much longer. Like I said, I did get to the gym more this week than I have in all the previous weeks since November. Mm -hmm. And I feel good. Like the prior weeks, like I was going into the gym and whatever cardio I was doing was just killing me. Yeah. Absolutely killing me. Like I couldn't breathe. My lungs were hurting. Um, I was walking out of the gym with like that burning sensation in your lungs where Mm -hmm. you're just like, well, that's going to leave a mark. But I didn't get that this week. So it's good. And the sty is almost gone and I can put my contacts back in next week. I hope. So I, th- I think what I'm hearing in this is 
something that we pretty much hang our hat on here is the idea of, of well, like you're talking about that snowball effect, whether you're sitting on the couch, it perpetuates more sitting on the couch, or if you're going to the gym, it perpetuates more going to the gym. I heard in all of that belly aching and whining and crying, I'm starting to feel better along with I'm starting to do things. Exactly. That is and so, that- that's so key. And, and I heard somebody talking about this the other day and, and I'm, I've always been looking for like the way to quantify Cause we always talk about small steps leads to big changes, like these sort of big kind of vague things. But what does that mean? Somebody put it into, into numbers, which I think you'll appreciate. And, and maybe you guys have heard this before. Maybe I'm the noob here, but I'd never heard this before. They were talking about the fact that there's 168 hours in your week. And no, we all don't have the same 24 hours in a day. That's bullshit. I, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. But I do think that we all have an hour every day, whether it's one complete hour or 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. I think we all have that hour. I know that I spend too much of it doom scrolling. I spend too much of it doing things that are not productive. I spend a lot of it telling myself I'll do tomorrow the thing I should be doing today. But if you can find one hour in every day to do anything for yourself that, that compounds and, and, and it adds up to 5%. If you can change 5% of your schedule, you can change your entire life. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's just so powerful when you think of it that way. And again, like I've been going to the gym religiously now for, I don't know, three or four months and just doing that. And that's only, you know, I do that three hours a week. I go three times, sometimes four, depending on the schedule, add in some other stuff here and there, but that one hour a day, snowballs and builds into Mm -hmm. what else can I do? What book can I read? How can I do this better? What other changes can I make? Where can I fit in some meditation? Where can I fit in some community and like hang out with people and have that social interaction? None of that would be something that I would be pursuing if we were talking about this four months ago before I got off my ass and did one thing different with one hour of my day a few days a week. And I think it's so funny that you got off your ass just at the point where I was getting onto my ass. I had to bring balance to the force, Luke. That's what, that was the, the problem here is I had to, I had to switch it. I, I could feel it coming. It's like, somebody's got to, somebody has got to lead the train on this one for a while and I'm, I'm getting tired. So get to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> we'll flip it back. We'll flip it back. I went three times this week alone and I'm sore and I'm, but here's the big thing that I've noticed was by not moving my body. Not only was it, you know, like, the, the mental change, right? I was sadder. I was more depressed. I had a lot more negative feelings and they ran rampant. They ran super easily, but like weird things, like I was starting to get stiff and like just bending over to tie my shoe was like a challenge, which I mean, you know, I'm pretty flexible. Like I can just do that with no problem. Again, while I'm upset that I like let myself go that far and I'm really trying to be compassionate with myself, I needed it. I was sick. It was the holidays. It's like, you know, I can't can't get up and go work out. You know, I needed the sleep. Clearly, I needed the sleep. Like, you know, the four or five hours I normally get was not enough. And I'm trying to be compassionate with myself. But I'm also trying to, like, remember this and drill it into my brain because it's been a long time since I've actually felt this way mm-hmm. where the depression, the sadness is there. The anxiety is going rampant. The you know, body aches are there. Like all those things where I'm like, Oh, I feel, I really do feel 44 years old. <laughs> I'm really trying to remember that for the future, for the, you know, the one moment where I'm like, eh, I don't want to go to the gym today, but remember, remember the pain, mm-hmm. remember that. 
by doing this little bit of discipline, this little bit of pain, that's only one hour of my day, I can do this. And it's going to combat all of those other demons. I think this kind of relates to what you're talking about. I just had an experience yesterday. My wife's been out of town for a few days. So it's been, you know, I've been, I've been in single dad mode, getting the kids to all the things and the school and, you know, simultaneously being on meetings and stuff. Yesterday, I got to a point where I was like, I'm out of time. I don't have time to go to the gym. Like I need to go, like I need my hour. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to get it in. I'm just going to do it faster. Like all those breaks that I take between sets, throw them out the window. I'm going to make this happen. Drive over to the gym and realize I don't have the key to get into the gym. Drive back. So now I'm down to like 40 minutes to do my 60 minute workout. I'm just like, this is, this is going to suck. But I also know how bad it sucks when I don't. I know that when I let myself off the hook, I'm going to let myself off the hook tomorrow. So I got through it and wanted to die because I literally squeezed it into like 40 minutes and 20 seconds or something and like had to get in the car to go get the kids. But I just, I, the whole time I was remembering, like I was already, I started the week one session behind. And so I had to make it up. And I was like, if I miss this one, now I've got to go twice on the weekend. That's going to be hell. Cause my, like you just start mapping out. If you don't hold yourself accountable and do the things you say you're going to do, you're going to pay for it later with your schedule or your health or your time or whatever. And so yeah. I just, I had to adjust and it just, it's funny because normally I would say, be compassionate with yourself. You don't have time. It's all you, it'll be okay. You can do it tomorrow. There's that fine line between like letting yourself off the hook yep. and being too easy on yourself. And so yep. that's, that's a tricky one, right? Like I, I don't know what that line is. I don't, I don't know where it is, but I know that because I am doing the things I say I want to do and because I'm taking care of myself the way I want to, I'm driven more to keep going rather than to lean on the, it's okay. You don't have to. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's, there, you're, you're absolutely right though. And there's such a fine line between, I don't want to do this and I actually need a break and I mm-hmm. need rest. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've needed a lot of rest over the last three months. Yeah. But not anymore. Right. Like the excuse is gone. Now <laughs> I just don't want to do it because I'm out of the mode. Right. Right. So now I need to build it back. And I need to like whatever we whatever direction we're pushing ourselves into, it's just where we're gonna go, right? And if I keep like you said, if I keep pushing myself towards the couch, is where I'm gonna stay. <laughs> and I'm gonna make that dent bigger and the indent bigger, and the couch will be more comfortable. Yep. And oh god, I now I just want to go sit on the couch. <laughs> I'm looking at the couch to my left, going, eh, that, that that seems like a good idea right now. I think I'm, I think I want to go do that. Mm, it's been a long day, you know. I got a solid 15, 20 minutes of work in. I should go rest. <laughs> We've talked about it a hundred times though, but like wherever you are, even wherever I am during this whole thing, every single day, I'm like, you're okay. I'm Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Not where I want to be, but I'm okay. Like having that self-compassion is super, super important because there's going to be ups and downs. The name of the show is the fit mess for a reason, because sometimes we're fit and sometimes we're pretty messy and you just got to be able to roll with those punches and be able to not continue down the road of, of sitting on the couch for the rest of your life. You got to come back from it. And what you said about just, I'm okay right now. I've been leaning on that heavy these last few weeks. I, a couple months ago, we interviewed a guy named Nick Hutchison with uh, book thinkers. And he was talking about reading more, reading more efficiently, getting the most out of personal development books. Something you guys said during that conversation, uh, Zach, you and Nick, we're talking about the books you reread. I rarely do this because I rarely get get through a book as quickly as I'd like to anyways. <laughs> but The Power of Now showed up on my on my uh, list the other day. So I opened it up and was just reading through it again. And 
There's so much wisdom in that book. If you haven't read that book, go read, just stop listening to us. Go read that book. It is so powerful and it just reminded me so much of paying attention to right now, which is so cliche and dumb. And I know we've all heard this, but like seriously, in almost any circumstance, no matter how bad it is, right now, you're okay. It's usually the bills we have to pay and the schedule that's you know, the thing I got to do next week or the customer I got to deal with tomorrow, whatever, yep. whatever that stuff is like right now. And even in those moments when you're dealing with those things, it's not even usually as bad as you're anticipating it to be. Yep. So if you can just, uh, I, I just, I just want to remind you how much power there is in just being present right now, bringing it back to the breath, paying attention to right now, because whatever happened yesterday and whatever's going to happen tomorrow is not real. Your memory of it not is not yet. real. However, it's going to play out in your head versus reality. Not the same, but yep. right now is real. And it's all you have the power to really experience. Just come back to now, no matter how crappy things seem to be. I mean, I've been leaning on that since I re- reread that book, just hustling through traffic. What's going to, if I'm late, it's going to be a problem. If I don't pay this bill on time, that's going to be a problem. If, if the money I'm expecting from that other person doesn't get here, that's going to be a problem. It, it always works out. It always, you mm-hmm. always find a way, but it's just that, that worry, that anxiety, the, the game you play in your head, trying to convince yourself that you have any control over the past or the future is uh, a fool's errand. Yeah. I mean, I'm still on that fool's errand because my brain still seems to think that I can control the future mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Thus, I worry a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Far too much. Wasted energy. It's wasted energy. Well, we'd keep talking, but Zach needs to get to the gym. So we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening. If this conversation has been valuable for you in any way, if you think anybody else could benefit from hearing it, please do share this episode with them. You are the key to helping us accomplish our goal of helping as many people as possible to overcome the hurdles like the one Zach is facing right now. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate you being there. We will talk to you again next week at thefitmess.com. See you, everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.